This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. It is a 11.21am and you are listening to R1 News here on Radio 1. Coming up, we have news reporter Scott Favell with the student take on the policy change to vaccine passes. Just like that one mate in high school, the Omicron wave has peaked, according to last Wednesday's COVID-19 media conference. Accordingly, the government is shifting its focus to the future, both near and far. When she spoke last Wednesday, the Prime Minister captured the sentiment of these changes, with the same phrase many are using worldwide to capture the same sentiment. The new normal. From Monday, the vaccine pass we have long relied on for access to the world at large will no longer be mandated, although businesses will be able to choose whether or not their patrons will still need them. On a local front, it is worth pointing out that the southern region has not yet reached its peak. Southern DHB modelling continues to predict a rise in cases around the Otago Southland region and is stressing to the public not to get complacent. Wearing a mask is still going to be an important part of daily life. Even as we start to adjust, the Prime Minister reminds us that in the event of a new variant, these services will become essential again. There is opposition across the political spectrum to these changes. National COVID-19 spokesperson Chris Bishop welcomes the changes, but calls for simplification of the traffic light system, while ACT leader David Seymour felt more strongly about their redundancy. Hospitality has been decimated. Changing the crowd size limit to 200 makes little difference to most venues. Stopping people moving between tables just absolutely kills the buzz. However, uh, the way the government is dragging it out seems to be driven more and more by politics than public health. Newly minted Green Party COVID-19 spokesperson Tiano Tuiono offered the opposite opinion, however. While his party opposes the COVID changes, like ACT, the Greens believe that we need far stronger protections. Among them, Tuiono calls for a school-based vaccination program and free N95 masks for everyone. But what do the people on the ground think about these changes? Well, for some of the students that R1 News talked to, caution is still a top priority. A lot of the Dunedin Omicron cases can be credited to parties and other social events early on in the year, so easing of the restrictions came as a relief to one student trying to play host. Obviously, we'd have, we'd have had to instruct a force limit if these mandates or these new rules didn't come out, but now with the new rules, you know, we have a, we have a lot more freedom to work with. Yeah, I guess we, um, the new 100, 200-person limit, that's, um, that's a big factor in like this whole thing going ahead, I think. Another amateur party planner we spoke to echoed this opinion. It was, I guess it was a bit relieving because uh, as soon as the 12am uh, would strike, we would be able to hold as many people outdoors as we could and then 200 people inside. But it definitely helped with the situation. We had less to manage and like less responsibilities fall on us in case anything would have gone sideways. You know, Not all students are as relieved, however. One student employed in the hospitality sector feels the risk isn't worth the reward. It's a little bit concerning. Basically, any increase in likelihood of bringing COVID into the workplace is concerning because it just increases my chance of getting it. And I don't think it's going to affect the business all that much. So I think it's just a bit unnecessary. Regardless of their perspective, students will have to confront the risk as the university has approved the return of most lectures to in-person status. Only the largest lectures will remain online at alert level red, and a transition to orange will see all lectures back and face-to-face. This move doesn't benefit everyone. The Otago Disabled Students Association points out that although disabled people were consulted over mandate provisions for hospitals, it fails to recognise that this consultation reflects an institutionalised view of disability, 
and that disabled people live in the wider community. For them, these changes undermine the protection that the mandates were designed to provide, and risks faster spread, especially among the immunocompromised. The weakening of mandates means that for those receiving home care, not even home is safe. ODSA asks fellow students to be hypervigilant about stopping the virus with hygiene, masks and social distancing, and to display allyship for the disabled community by advocating for hybrid lectures that ensure both safety and accessibility for all. So what can we take from this? Well, relief and caution aren't mutually exclusive. These changes make significant concessions for those who feel comfortable moving past vaccine passes and contact tracing while allowing the cautious to stick with what has worked. We're a step closer to the future, and the new normal that comes with it. But what that new normal looks like isn't the same for everyone. Thanks for listening to Radio 1 91 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.